It is party time. Joe, that's such an aggressive countdown. Five, four, three. I feel like we're fixing a launch, man. Come on. Joe and Brandon are at the uh, helm driving us in the nether regions of all things insanity. I'd love to say that this is Monday's hangover, as most Tuesdays are, but this is going to be our Monday and Tuesday all rolled into one. And I spent most of the weekend drugged up. Yeah. Which is not like, yeah, unlike most weekends. I mean, you know, uh, but different types of drugs. This is mostly Mucinex and Dayquil and NyQuil and you know, tramadol and ibuprofen, and I may be about to die. I don't know, Brandon. I just know that I got home from Pittsburgh after an incredible night at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. And let me tell you, uh, I crawled into bed <clears throat> 8.30 Saturday morning, and uh, I don't know if I had, I guess it was just the man plague or whatever. I was giving birth, but wow, wow. I don't like feeling bad, you know? I don't like feeling bad. <clears throat> and it doesn't take anything for me to do that. So I, I think it was my body. And the Lord telling me, just slow down. So I did it for a couple of days. I missed y'all last night. So all the news is new news to me. And to uh, help me unpack it some today, my good buddy, all the way from Florida, Mike Ambassiani. Yeah. What's up, buddy? How are you, sir? Thank you. Man, you're the third guitar player in a row on yeah, this show. Yeah, good. I'm enjoying it. It's happy to be here. And uh, How'd you get here? I drove quite a <laughs> long way. <laughs> I love uh, spending 24 hours just on the road. Yeah. With, and sleeping with uh, two very nice power naps, one yeah. hour each. <laughs> you and I got to know each other through a radio show that you co-host there in uh, <coughs> the Port Charlotte area. Right. Southwest Florida. Southwest Florida. Where the hurricane hit. That's where I tell yeah. people. So. And because um, I go over there and do the Vasani mm-hmm. Comedy Theater uh, usually every year. Yeah. And you guys are gracious enough to have me on to help promote the show. And... Um, we um, we've gotten to know each other. I've been a numous. I can do a couple of your shows, a couple of your gigs yeah, out there over the years. Darren You're Leroy's a guitar player, Gorda, and yeah, because yeah, I have my band, Mike Ambassiani and his Blues Rockers, yeah. Blues Classic Rock, and then you do your your set at Vasani, and then I have a uh, Eric Clapton tribute show called yeah. Simply Clapton that I do at Vasani. Yeah, so. and then I like to finish at the Vasani and then come find where you're playing exactly, <laughs> and have some cocktails while you entertain right. and. Uh, you are quite the uh, guitar player, my friend. Thank you, sir. And how, how old were you when you started playing? I started playing when I was five. Wow. Professionally when I was 11, and I'm 26 now. That's insane, dude. <laughs> and I mean, you play like old soul, like a, like somebody's been kicking it in Memphis for a long time. Blues music, man. You're the wrong color. <laughs> I've, been to, I've been told that a couple <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> I, I always think of that Dewey Cox movie, you know, yeah, The Walk, walk Hard. hard yeah. like, I did a bad thing. He's <laughs> like, boy, you, can't, you ain't got enough pain in your life. Yeah, exactly. It's like, something happened to you, Mike. Right. You feel it, but uh, it's, it's incredible. The government, Chad. It's the government. <laughs> government. Government overreach led me to play the blues. Exactly. You know, that's a, that'd be a fun song to do. That'd, yeah. That's a good idea. Could always change out the verses for whatever news is happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just keep playing the riff. Oh, yeah. Over and over again. I want to get into some things with you because I always enjoy your insight. And you got you got a few different things going. You got your own podcast. I do. The, uh, the Freedom Chronicles on uh, yeah. Rumble. I'm sorry for keep coughing. I'm... Oh, it's okay. Hey, I had I had the same thing. Allergies last week. They suck. Yeah. Now I'm in the dry heat yeah. of Texas. I was outside the hotel last night. It was 100, 102 degrees at 8 o'clock at night, but there was a nice breeze. And I'm like, this is nicer than Florida at yeah. the moment. It's like when you open up your oven and a breeze comes out. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you're cooking a pizza. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Freedom Chronicles, and yep. you you do a heck of a job. Thank you. And um, We had you on a couple months ago. Yeah. 
<coughs> and I appreciate you. I, they always joke with me. They say, Chad, <coughs> you never stop coughing until we count you in. Yeah. So that's the deal. And in this audience, they've just learned to put up with me. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, you did have me on. And I appreciate you having me on. I had a good time. I want to do it again. And uh, But anyway, I was glad you were coming through town. We were able to work this thing out. So a lot of stuff going on. I got to tell you what happened to me, though. I was already filling y'all's ear about this. Uh, you know, when I'm uh, when I'm sick and drugged up, <clears throat> I don't think I can take accountability for all the stuff that I <laughs> put on Twitter, you right. know, Instagram. Or the app yeah. formerly known as Twitter. X, is that what it's called? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, but I feel like, like Prince, that's how we have to refer to it. The app formerly known as Twitter. That's it's, a good one. It's X. Well, when you just put a symbol out there, it's like Prince. Right. You yeah. Know. Nobody really knows what it is. I bet you somewhere deep down, Elon had that thought and yeah. chuckled to himself. Probably so. <laughs> I, I That's a good thought. Um, I bet he did. And uh, my Twitter has now, my formerly known as Twitter thing has now been monetized, apparently. Oh, that's good. So I've always been a blue check mark. And then I guess I got the subscription yeah. thing, which I, and I did get the subscription deal back a while back because I love the the appeal of the a feature where you could post a longer video. Right. You know, because you used to only do like two minutes or something, 220. And the idea that you could put a longer video up there, I was like, okay, yeah, well, I, I have longer clips. So I think I did do the subscription. But now it's monetized. And I got a whopping. Y'all ready for this? Everybody likes to post all the thousands yeah, of dollars at Elon. I got a whopping 206 bucks. Hey. <laughs> for the uh, month of July. Very good. My, for 400,000, 407,000, I think, followers on the app formerly known as Twitter, uh, I don't think I'm doing it right. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing it the, right. The, you know, the Tucker numbers will come eventually. Maybe. I'll tell you, I see, I'm envious of some people's uh, deal, but I, I, uh, I, have a, I have a kid, I call him a kid, he's a good friend, uh, uh, Amjed, who he, he's a student at Clemson. I shouldn't out him like this. He's he's uh, snowflake tears on Instagram. Snowflake tears, perfect. And, uh, beautiful kid. He's uh, he's the beast from the Middle East. We like to call him. And uh, <clears throat> that Twitter handle was already taken. Huh? Yeah, <clears throat> but he's he's a, he's an awesome kid. Student from Clemson, and um, we we collab a little bit. And every now and then we'll throw tweet ideas at each other or video ideas and. We'll come up with some video memes. So he posted a, a video tweet of the people in Kiev, all the, you know, the students or whoever it was, the citizens in Kiev, he posted it on my Twitter with a caption that says, uh, we're paying billions of dollars to Ukraine from the party in the streets. I want a refund. Well, he understands my brand of humor of saying, you know, I want a refund. Yeah. I, it's our way of saying the government's mishandling this thing. Only a few billion dollars. Just a few billion dollars. I mean, yeah. that's our opinion is this. You know, the U.S. government, they're, they're not doing a great job. No. So you, you, those of you who are <clears throat> Ukrainian apologists, I think you would agree with me when you say that you disagree when Joe Biden said a minor incursion by Russia into Ukraine is OK. It, well, it was not OK. It wasn't OK. And uh and uh, I think we all agree that, uh, historically speaking, Russia has been a garbage country. Ukraine, by and large, has been a garbage country. Now, I've been to Ukraine. I've been to Russia. I've been to both places. I've met beautiful people in both places. <coughs> but like California, it has beautiful people. Yeah. It's run by garbage people. Right. <coughs> and I'm going to die. from. <laughs> but um, 
So anyway, he posted the thing up there. And here come the absolute Twitter storm of the whole thing. You know, some people said, "Why? how can you back up your facts? How can you back up your position? I said, I'm sick on drugs all weekend long. There's no position here. I just, you know, Ukraine is not America. We would kind of like to not be involved there. I think a lot of us, we have been told a lot of things. Well, you've been told Russian propaganda. Well, I, I'm just going to tell you what the American media has told us. American media has told us that all of these citizens are being murdered and destroyed. And we all spoke out against that and said, this is horrible for the Ukrainian citizens. Um, and Russia's in the wrong. And uh, I think everybody came out and said, hey, you know, we're on Ukraine's side in this deal uh, because everybody has the right to their sovereignty as a nation and also to protect their borders. I think we do that here. We want to do that here in America. So, yeah, well, I see, think Ukraine, it's okay to have the sovereignty of a yeah. border uh, between Ukraine and Russia, but then they they flip on it. Yeah, not so <laughs> much they are between, talking about you America. Know, you know, South Texas and North Mexico, right. but that's a whole other deal. And so, you know, uh, yeah, we want Ukraine to have their sovereignty. And so people are like, defend your position. I'm like, there's there's I still haven't stated a position here. And they're like, why would you say? And I said, well, Ukraine's not America. I would prefer for American dollars to stay in America. Well, we're selling them equipment for pennies on the dollar, and they're buying it back from us. It would cost us more to scrap it. I, I get all that, and that's great and fine. Uh, now, granted, the United States government doesn't have the constitutional or the congressional authority to be sending equipment to Ukraine, and they certainly don't have the right to be putting boots on the ground. Uh, which they haven't yet, as we so we know. Yeah, right. we, Poland may be another story, but uh, oh my God, dude! They, you would have thought that I was literally trying to set Ukrainian citizens on fire, and you were about to have your lunch with Putin. I was, dude. I am. A, <laughs> I have discovered in the last twenty four hours, I am a Russian a, a Russian propagandist. Didn't even know it. I am a paid shill of the Kremlin. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I forget the fact that I'm on record since this whole thing started on this little thing called the Blaze Network uh, of talking about this deal and, and saying Putin is garbage. Personally, yes, I do think Zelensky is garbage. I think Joe Biden is garbage. Line him up. Uh, show me a head of state that isn't garbage. Well, that's the whole thing. And I, I heard the other day, I forgot who said it, but it was a great uh, statement. It said, oh, didn't you hear we've won, uh, uh, the good guys won every war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we're at the point now. We know that. Joe Biden is corrupt yeah. and many members of the U.S. government are corrupt, just like the members in Ukraine of the government are corrupt. People can be nice. I've met a lot of nice people on my little road trip I've had thus far. Yeah. Uh, regular American people. Yeah. And but there are corrupt people in the American government, the Ukrainian government and the Russian government. Yeah. There's no good guys right now. And just like Trump, the whole point, the whole position Every single person, especially in America, should have, if not around the world, you just want people to stop dying. Right. And as Americans, it's not our war. It's not our problem. And by the U.S. just constantly continuing to send the ammunition that, thank you, Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden is saying that we're now running out of. Yeah. You know, that's not our problem. Yeah. And I made that point to somebody. I said, I said, you know, we're, we're sending them armament. We, we talk about our deficit. We've got a deficit in our, you know, defense budget. We've got all these things. Joe Biden has said these things. Now, either Joe Biden, as we say, has dementia and doesn't know what he's talking about, or you guys, you know, are saying the same thing. And by doing that, all that's doing <laughs> is escalating more with right. Russia. Yeah. Because Zelensky, at this point, he doesn't care. Fine. We want the U.S. involved. Sure. But then you're... 
And what did he say? Your your American sons and daughters are going to go fight. Right. I don't think so. Yeah, and they, he did say that. Yeah. And so, and that is the goal. Right. And and so, they, people kept saying, you don't want Ukraine to win. Therefore, you're a warmonger. No, 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 no. The exact opposite. I'm happy if Ukraine wins. I want Ukraine to win. That, that's great if there's a winner in this. <coughs> but uh, their end goal is to continue perpetual war. Right. That, because th- now that politicians want that. Right. Now that Afghanistan is finally over, quote unquote, uh, after that whole debacle, they yeah. have to find the next uh, pit in the desert, or in this case, more of a city. I mean, right. now you're going from the desert to a more modern city. Yeah. You see the pictures of these destroyed buildings. It's horrible. People's lives are being affected. All for what? For money. Yeah. Always trace the money back. You'll find it. And just to show you how funny people are, I think it was when uh, you were last in Florida, I had this conversation with you. As a band, we play certain songs from the 60s mm-hmm. that have political meaning. Right. You know, I've played Eva Destruction by Barry Maguire. You play right. some Bob Dylan songs, Times They Are Changing, whatever. They all have their purpose. The Ukrainian war started, and I was talking with my guys, and I'm a big Beatles fan. And as a joke, we said, we should play back in the USSR. And said, yeah, that's a great song. It's anti-communist. Right. I started playing it, and I think I told you, people were losing their mind. You, it's awfully insensitive that you're playing this song right now. <laughs> Folks, I'm going to look at you right now. That song was written when there still was a Soviet Union. <laughs> right. The Soviet Union fell, and it's an anti-communist song, also mock- mocking the Beach Boys. Right. <laughs> exactly. So... And the whole point is to just draw awareness to it. I don't care for Russia. I don't care for Ukraine. It's a good song and it brings back memories. And my whole point as an entertainer is to make people say, oh, yeah, it's like there's a war right now. It's yeah. funny. It's a joke. It's entertainment. Yeah. And as an entertainer, and we're going to go to a break, but as an entertainer, I'm going to take you one step further on how far this rhetoric has gone <coughs> in this thing. And it gets crazy. And I'm going to try to control this cough, too. There's no whiskey, but there's tequila. <laughs> All right, guys, of uh, all the packages that get dropped off at the door, hands down, uh, the one I love is the box of awesome that comes from Bespoke Post every month. My box of awesome is filled with the carefully chosen gear from the best small brands around the world. And no matter what you got going on in your life, any time of the year, box of awesome has you covered. They got the camping gear. They got the cookout stuff. They got the, you know, your barware. All kind of stuff. Box of Awesome, they got collections for every part of your life. To get you started, what you do is you take a quiz at boxofawesome.com, and your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. Now, they release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories, each box valued at $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each Box of Awesome, you're supporting small businesses, and 90% of everything that comes in your box of Awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. So it's free to sign up. You can skip a month or cancel anytime. You get 20% off your first monthly box. When you sign up at boxofawesome.com, enter code WATCHCHAD. Notice it's WATCHCHAD on that one. You do that at checkout. At boxofawesome.com, use code WATCHCHAD for 20% off your first box. That's boxofawesome.com, code WATCHCHAD. Be right back. So we had last week, we had my good buddy, Larry Alex Taunton on the show, and he was telling the story about um, he's got a daughter. She's married, got a child now, and but she she lived in a Ukrainian orphanage until she was 10 and they adopted her. And I know the inside stories. I know a lot of what she went through and, and the debacle that it took for them to get her out of there. 
he's the last person you ever want to try to paint Ukraine as some glorious republic of freedom and right. bastion of utopia. Um, and, and for the record, I've been to Ukraine a few times, worked extensively with orphans in Ukraine um, and done a lot of stuff there. So there's whole people you couldn't pick out Ukraine on a map. <laughs> OK, um, well, you saw who just visited, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, I, listen, and it's like the, the, the ignorance of these arguments are so dumb. It's like, stop setting these things up. You set these things up to just burn right down. <clears throat> but I said, um, they came at him. He posted, he did an interview with his daughter about kind of her, what she felt and reacted after she saw Sound of Freedom, because she was a, a, a subject to that type of abuse. And, um, and the people were saying, you're a Russian sympathizer for saying that Ukraine is a bad place. Ukrainian orphanages are horrible to their children. You're a Russian sympathizer. And it's okay. like, what level of F you do we need to get to here? Because you, you're real jackassery to make those kind of accusations. Right. It's like you know? they don't want anybody to just have a conversation anymore. You, no. can't, you can't just sit down and say, well, this is why I don't agree with it. You, what have, I mean, in the 60s, all the anti-war stuff, and right. now looking back at it with, with Vietnam and all that, yeah, it was a bad situation. Yeah. And and so you can understand you again, you just you want people to stop dying. Yeah. What's wrong with that? How does I, that make you a Russian propagandist? I made a tweet about it. I made a tweet about it. I said, you know, we're at a point in history where, you know, if you use any complexity of thought, if you want to have any debate or discussion about anything or you want to criticize the American government, you're automatically labeled in right. some kind of way, you know. Oh yeah. And that's true of everybody. I'm going to be on a label now that I've been on this you show. You will be. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> if I you're wasn't a marked already. man. You didn't know what you were getting into. But I was like, here I am getting this stuff off my chest. But I said, and, and there's somebody like diagrammed that tweet and said, see all of these, <coughs> look at all of these um, uh, basically Russian dog whistles because he uses a phrase like, you know, complexity of thought. That, right. That's a Russian propaganda phrase. He says he's a comedian. What about freedom of speech? Yeah, but he says he, he says he's a comedian. That's a Rus Russian propaganda. And I'm like, okay. He was Mike was just talking about the Beatles, and back in the USSR. So obviously that's a propaganda for. I mean, obviously, of course. <clears throat> so basically, anybody that has said, "Hey, let's think freely on this and debate it," oh, that's Russian propaganda. Well, and dig a little deeper and see the all the ties with the Biden crime family now and all the bribery and money and. Yeah. You know, it certainly explain why the Biden administration is trying to guard Ukraine a little closer yeah. than anybody else would and, be as well. And since we know that, or or at you know best, we suspect that, right. then we're going to look at it a little bit cautiously and say, okay, uh, what is going on here? Because again, I'm not saying that you know things aren't happening at the front lines. I'm not saying missiles haven't been dropped and shot. I'm not saying people haven't suffered. Civilians have died horribly. We're against that. We're opposed to that. And yes, I understand that Kiev is 300 miles from the nearest front line. I get that. But again, the, the American media painted out that entire part of all, every bit of Ukraine was under the civilians were dying everywhere. Right now, what we're doing is poking back at the American media saying, uh, you guys gave a false narrative. Yeah. Remember, wasn't there that video of the, the siren that was continuously going off yeah. in Kiev? Yeah. That people were just looking at it like there's nothing yeah. going on. And see, their response now is like, I was just having coffee at the beach this morning and a missile hit above me you know okay yeah, I yeah get we it. get it there's a war going on there's a war right. going on so uh, but again this this whole deal the whole point of this <coughs> is here's the takeaway because here's the scary part the bot farms came after me the avatars with no names these are they, they released the bot farms at me 
you know, now I got thousands of people, fake people, not even real humans coming after me. And then I had the AI conversations, the AI tweets coming at me that were not, you can just tell when they're AI. Right. AI still doesn't talk like normal people yet. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I took screenshots of it. Five o'clock this morning, I'm Sarah Gonzalez trying to go on vacation. I'm sending them to her. I'm like, look at this. Look at this. It's insane. It's scary. <clears throat> it's scary that that kind of stuff is coming after you. And then, I don't know, people were wanting to debate me. And I'm like, what are, what are we debating? Right, because you're having their fake conversations. You're not going to yeah. win that internet argument. No. And and it's just wanting you to, to say something or to blow up more or whatever. Yeah. And then say, oh, gotcha. Oh, you see know? what he said Which, here? Yeah. See what he said here? So, you know, they, they did uh, uh, whatever is the guy that came at me sent me all these messages. He wanted to have a Twitter space last night. And I'm like, oh, you think I'm going to jump on your 400-member tribunal to, <laughs> yeah. to just volunteer for your crucifixion? <laughs> so you can get on there and educate me and it's like there's no there's no i don't know what you want to do now i will tell you david if you want to come on this show the invitation is open and you're going to sit your fat ass right there while i put you in your place and your the invitation the couch is, is comfortable is, yeah it's a very comfortable couch now you want to come in here david and sit down because again uh you have nothing. I'm, I'm talking to David now. Uh, <laughs> David, if you want to do that, see, that's a whole other story, but I, we still don't have anything to debate. So you calling me out on a public forum, it's kind of a wussy way to go about it in that way. But you can come on this public forum, just me and you, and we can have that whatever conversation you want to have. That invitation's open. So if you're watching the show, trolling as you tend to do, come on. You only live, you live down in Temple, Texas. It's a short drive up here to Irving. Come I on. drove 24 hours. There you go. So that invitation is only, you, you know how to reach out to me. We will set it up. You can come in here, but I promise you after the way you have handled this thing, it ain't going to be a pleasant experience. Anyway, Mike. Yes, sir. All right. Let's talk about some other things. Play <laughs> clip number. And by the way, if, if why would I only have 400,000? That's not a huge Twitter account. That's not a huge. Let I me mean, compared to, you know, I've, some of these big deals. I have 39. <laughs> <laughs> some of these deals. It's like, why would you care what my opinion on Ukraine is? At the end of the day, why would you care what my opinion on Ukraine is? Because, again, we shouldn't be involved. It's not our problem. Yeah. But, I mean, why, why would all the Twitter bots come out after me? Yeah. What, it doesn't matter. What's the bigger picture? Zoom out. Why yeah. are they doing that? You're literally yeah. arguing with a meme that right. got posted. Why? That's, a, that's the bigger picture of the world we're living in. And yeah. that's the scary part. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty soon, they'll... Oh, by the way, they're already putting you in jail for memes. So, oh yeah, yeah, forget it. That's why I have to get loud locally. That's why it's that's been, it. That's my motto. That's it, and that's why I love doing live shows. Yeah, it takes the filter out from between. Well, and that's why with the with the whole back in the USSR thing, I didn't stop playing it. It yeah. was everybody's loving it. Everybody's on the dance floor and enjoying it. It's the one person, the one person that'll come up and say, "Well, you really shouldn't be playing that." No, I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, you have the right to think that. Yeah. I have the right to play it again. <laughs> yeah. It's just like telling jokes. I have people yeah. who say, well, I was offended by that. Don't come to the next show. Right. I, I, I don't know what you're offended by. You know, I, I don't know what the, I can't help you with that. Uh, I just want to watch Megan Rapinoe miss that shot again. Um, I, don't, I don't know if <laughs> yes. it's on here on, on a number or what, but do we have it? Play it, please. Oh, I love her. could say so close but it really wasn't. It wasn't even close not even you know megan rapinoe and everybody's like i can't believe you guys were cheering because team usa lost were they team usa were they no 
Um, I, I mean, would you would you do everything you can to be anti USA, and then put USA on there, and then you don't you know you don't honor the national anthem or anything else, and uh, exactly couldn't have happened to a better person. I know. And the Babylon Bee had the best response: Trump indicted for mocking U.S. <laughs> women's soccer because all Trump put out on Truth was nice shot, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a nice shot. I just love the fact that she kicked it far right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that to me is beautiful, Brandon. Yes. That to me is beautiful. Look, God has a fantastic sense of humor sometimes, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, um, I mean, Trump went off on a couple of things that I'm like, over the weekend, I was like, ah, ah, but whatever. It's Trump. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <clears throat> but she's such a horrible human being and then in the post-game interview still says you know what's your takeaway from all of this <laughs> equal pay for women yeah shut up nobody cares shut up mm-hmm. uh that's why you don't deserve it because you missed the shot yeah exactly <laughs> you know what a man would have made it <laughs> maybe one of those trans women that you want to play with so bad well she doesn't want to now that she's leaving well, right well, well and didn't she say that it was okay <laughs> it was fine for the trans women yeah. to, to compete but, encouraged but, oh by the way i'm retiring so yeah. it won't affect me anyway totally out yeah and then and then of course our favorite quote scientist neil degrasse tyson science uh he had this to say about men and women pl- uh, playing sports play clip number four it is a little weird that we split people by male and female in this it way is. i'm imagining a hundred years from now looking back and say do you know back a hundred years ago they split boys and girls and they couldn't compete they and I was like, that'd just be kind of a little weird. I don't know, Neil, because the I can imagine thinking on, how weird yeah, that is. I, I can imagine that too, but the differences are so massive. On average, again, I've seen the pictures of you, as a, you as a college wrestler. Listen, listen to me. But the yes, average okay. woman okay. is not going to be able to take the average woman wrestler is not going to be able to take down you when you were in your your peak. Okay. Maybe the Michael, best female. You wrestler. sound like a, you're you're an old man on the porch in a rocking chair right now. <laughs> I'm telling, no, no. You, <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you are criticizing something that is in need of modification. Yeah, well, here, here's my take on that. Let's say in a fight, there is no woman on the planet that could beat every man on the planet. No. But there is a man on the planet that could beat every woman on the planet. Yes. It's because there's a difference. Right. There's a vast difference. Scientific di- difference. Yeah. When we talk about the science, yeah. there is a scientific difference. I just started rewatching uh, that show Bones. Did you yeah. ever watch that? Yeah. And rewatching it now, it was from the early 2000s. They would never allow that show to no. be made now. They're identifying people, male and female, by their bones. Yeah. They know the difference. There's yeah. a difference. Did you see, I don't think we have the clip, but did you see where uh, our favorite uh, tranny, um, uh, Dylan Mulvaney, who, oh, yeah. who I don't think is trans at all. I think trends uh, and is actually just a gay person that also likes women. Um, I guess a bisexual. Is that what they call him? He used to be. Yeah. You know, I think he's like pansexual. Yeah, I don't that, know. Pansexual? Yeah, does that just get into pansexual at Well, that point? Wayne Brady, you know, the host of... Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the... You know, Wayne Brady, who's, who's like anyway. no talented deal or no deal. Is yeah, that the thing? I think so. He's very talented improv comedian as well uh, has come out as pansexual somebody sent me that this morning i said so he's gay i mean you're right what Some, do somebody just said oh well, in college it just means you're very horny yeah i mean you're, <laughs> it's like anything you're, you're, yeah <laughs> the whole try pan. sexual you try chickens try mud try whatever <laughs> try anything um the uh 
I mean, I'm like, okay, well, somebody's trying to be relevant here. Right. And apparently Wayne Brady's trying to do that. But I was sitting there going, okay. Uh, then Dylan Mulvaney got invaded, invited backstage at the uh, at the Taylor Swift show. And I was like, I bet Taylor Swift doesn't let him in her dressing room. I bet he didn't get to go in the locker room with the girls. All right, got to take a break. Hey, listen, guys, um, <clears throat> even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about a vacation state of mind. You've just experienced summer of Chad. I love having my own summer soundtrack pop in those Raycon wireless earbuds. Uh, and uh, you got something going on all the time through the summer. And uh, good to have a little music going as well. So uh, let me just tell you, those Raycons are a great way to listen to your music. They, uh, they got the earbud tap functions. You can toggle between the three customizable sound profiles and noise isolation and the awareness mode. They got 32-hour uh, battery life. Eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to whatever you want, when you want, for a really long time. And uh, they're half the price. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And they come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. Uh, our listeners can get 15% off of their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash watchchad. That's buyraycon.com slash watchchad. You're going to get 15%. Buyraycon.com slash watchchad. Be right back. To be clear, Russia, bad. <laughs> Ukraine, bad. <laughs> Corrupt, bad. America, bad. <laughs> Canada, bad. When it comes to governments of this world right now, bad. Yes, Nigeria, bad. bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, nobody, you know, what, what's going on in Nigeria, which I spent a lot of time in Nigeria, too. What's going on there is horrible. Nobody talks about Nigeria. No, they do not. Nobody's bringing that up. Nope. Uh, white people, man. <laughs> Did you see the boat dock fight? Did y'all see that brawl in Alabama, Mobile, Alabama? Did you no. see that clip? Oh, man. It's, I just it's, drove through there. It's nice. It's totally. Went through the tunnel. <clears throat> well, yeah. I've been through that tunnel. Uh, yeah. I mean, this, this big riverboat thing uh, was, was docking. This is Montgomery, Alabama. Everybody's seen the clips now. I mean, they shot it from every freaking angle. This, this is so America. Because nobody helps. They just film it. Because, well, everybody was either in the fight or filming. And right. so everybody whips their cameras out. <clears throat> the, uh, the guy who's, you know, he jumps off the boat. He comes over there because there's a pontoon boat with a bunch of redneck whites guys and their wives, I guess. You know, they all got their shirts off and their hats on backwards. Right. They've parked the boat on the dock where they're not supposed to because that's where the riverboat goes. Of course. So the guy, if you see the video, the guy, there's a, there's a comedy of errors. It's a sad deal, but it's, it's very telltale of our society right now. The guy who gets off the boat, which, by the way, everybody, all the news media wants you to know he's black. Of all course. Right? Because they all yes. say he's black and they were white. Um, he goes over there and he touches their boat and he's telling them you got to move it he's pushing it down the deal well here they come because you don't touch a redneck's boat no apparently in alabama not. right it's so most uh, prized possession that they have yeah <laughs> so now i'll have the redneck bots coming at me on twitter but uh <laughs> th you know this guy Cletus. so these guys it's so there's punches that are thrown and now it's a melee. Now they got five guys on top of this one guy, this one black guy. And then people are coming to break it up. And then it becomes a brawl. I mean, like people are hitting each other with chairs. They're jumping in the water. Wow. They're pushing each other in the water. <clears throat> it's insane. People getting arrested. The riverboat people thought that was more entertainment. <laughs> Dude, they, they whipped out their cameras. You could literally see the fight from every angle. Wow. 
I mean, from every angle. So UFC you can, needs to take notes and just like have I mean, all the cameras it, everywhere. It's a cage match. Nice. Minus the cage. Well, you saw that right hook that the uh, White Sox <laughs> shortstop took, right? Dude. Man. Leveled him. Knocked out. And, you know, he jumps up and he's going, he's doing like this. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, okay. Like, what? Like, you're going, okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it's always that guy that ends up the one being the one who gets knocked out. And just caught it. Mm-hmm. And then he wobbled on off. Oh, yeah. uh, surely well, they with gave help him a, from others. Surely an MRI. I mean, yeah, they had to carry. They him did. Out. I think it came back clean. But yeah, yeah. He, that the the guy who got knocked out got six game suspension, and the guy who threw the punch only got three. So yeah. he's the winner. Well, then it must have it must have been because he was the first one who threw his hands up. Probably and did the whole instigated. Deal. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing was, I think that when he applied the tag, so he was sliding in headfirst to second base. Yeah. When he applied the tag, he brings the tag up through his face and knocks his helmet off. Uh, and that's what he was saying is, is he was pointing at him and he was like, yeah. you did my, you know, hit my helmet. Right. And so I think that was the problem. That's what started the fight. But let him have it, dude. Like it's, when it comes to sports, just let it be a brawl. Right. Let it be a brawl. Let them all do steroids. Exactly. And they'll all die at 45, but by God, we'll be entertained in America. Yeah. That's what yeah. it's all about. The Coliseum, man. Let's see it. <laughs> Just, you know, let the cheerleaders be skimpy and, and let's have it. Well, see, uh, Tyson there, Mr. Science, wants to have the cheerleaders join the team. Well, I think they should. I mean, we saw what happened when that girl for, who was it, uh, Vanderbilt, did the kickoff last yes, season. Yeah. And she kicked it six yards. Hey. Sports. I mean, one day we will look back, Mike, a hundred years from now, and we will we will not believe that they separated girls from boys in their sports, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just amazing to me. Uh, oh, good Lord, have mercy. Um, but speaking of Dylan Mulvaney, who I guarantee you did not go in Taylor Swift's dressing room while Taylor was getting dressed, they did not change together, and they did not do each other's makeup. Uh, the um, uh, Anheuser Busch air this this video came out. He had this to say about his ancestors who started Anheuser-Busch. Play the clip. You must have strong opinions about the... Um, the Dylan Mulvaney campaign. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney campaign. Uh, I think my family, my ancestors would have rolled over in their grave. They were very <laughs> patriotic. They loved this country and what it stood for. Um, they believed the transgender... Um, gays, the, that sort of thing was all a very personal issue. Um, they love this country because it is a free country and people are allowed to do what they want. But it was never meant to be on a beer can and never meant to be pushed in people's faces. The people for the majority who drink beer care about uh, wholesome um, things, uh, uh, care about America and believe that certain things in life should be kept private. And uh, transgenderism is one of them. Why? <laughs> Why? Why should that be kept private? Yeah. Because it's. I mean, a, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, if, if I'm I'm gay and he's gay, we couldn't should tell. we keep that private? Uh, yeah, you know, you don't have to keep it private, but I don't think you should advertise it on a beer can. Do, do you? I mean, um, if I like, we, um, we, we just looked at at Bud Light rainbow cans. I mean, the company advertised on there, and that seemed to be okay. Yep. Yep. Well, I don't know. Um, why do you think then, you guys, that uh, people are turning away and boycotting Bud Light now? Prejudice. Why? Prejudice. You prejudice. believe it's prejudice? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It's prejudice. I mean, the same argument could have been made 
Um, I, look, I remember my dad telling me stories that there were bars in L.A. that used to have signs that said, no dogs, no Jews. So there's been a history of prejudice in the country. People get over certain things. It's happened to Jews. It's happened to black people. It's happened to gay people. And it's happening to transgender people. So to me, it is absolutely prejudice. Well, I just think I just think, um, you know, I think prejudice against Jews, against black people, those kinds of things is a totally different deal than uh, than advertising. And I'm sorry, my dog is my dog's getting excited. Take him out. Um, go on. Well, that, that makes three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me one second. Let me move him out. of that. Sorry about that, guys. You still there? Yeah. OK. I just happen to think that um, your, you know, your sexual preference is uh, is meant to stay private. I just don't think, uh, you know, I think it's not when you when you talk about um, racism, uh, racism. But I got to stop you for a second. Being a transgender person is not a sexual preference. That's different from a sexual preference. It's it's an identity. Um, That's a fact. What you're saying is that the majority of people don't identify and don't want it in their face. That's prejudice. That's what prejudice is. I agree is. with you. I don't. I don't. I, but that's I don't, what, pre I don't that's what prejudice is. It's intolerance, and it's saying I will turn my back on your beer if it's supported by somebody I don't like. I mean, how, I thought we were going to talk about my book, Charles. Well, I, did, and I did too. I mean, um, I did too. But, but, you, but you, here you, we are. You here we are talking about the politics of well, transgender. You open the door, and, Billy. Well, here's here's the deal. So again, to Harvey's point. When he says, well, it used to be no dogs, no Jews. Well, you could, okay, that's wrong. I, I, I get wrong. that. Yeah. You shouldn't have that. And in case of that, you don't go to that store. All right. right. Let's, you let's vote say, with your wallet. Let, you vote with your wallet. You don't go to that store. But what if every store you went to, every place you bought a loaf of bread on the package said, we don't like dogs, we don't like Jews. <laughs> and now you had to take that home with you. Right. Okay. So... My deal with that whole thing is, and, and again, they, they, they're blindsiding him with this thing. He's not some genderologist yeah. on here. And, you know, you're asking people to take this home with you with your rainbow cans or whatever it all is. And it's like, I get what he's trying to say. Yeah, when you say keep it private, I, of course, these two guys are going to take offense to that of and all course, that. Yeah. And it's kind of hypocritical of Anheuser-Busch to say that when they've put bikini models on the calendars and everything else but well and what do you at think? the end of the day they've just escalated it so far the transgender ideology yeah. and all of it people finally had enough when they go after people's kids when yeah. they say we're coming for your kids yeah it's not enough anymore for them to just exist right i mean that's the whole thing you want to be gay you want to be transgender you're an you're an adult we don't care. Yeah. This is America. We yeah. don't care. You do whatever you want to do and live your life. Which is what he said. Right. But now that's not enough anymore. It's yeah. not good enough anymore. Now it's, well, you must invite, you must invite me over for dinner now. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that type of mentality. You have to go out on a date with me. Right. If yeah. you don't, you're a transphobe. Exactly. And they, they just are looking for that avenue to say, well, you're, you're a transphobe. Yeah. We don't like you. I was doing a show in uh, Denver a couple of years ago. And uh, this group of girls comes in to the Grizzly Rose. Anybody from Denver knows the Grizzly Rose. Great music venue out there. 
and these girls are all wearing tight dresses and stuff. And, you know, me and my guys were out there. I mean, I'm with, with the boys and, and the guys are like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, that dude had a tighter body than the girls. And I'm in a tighter skirt, but she had a head on her like a house cat. You know what I'm saying? It was like, wow. They're like, there it was. It was a dude. The jawline is hard to make this. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, to get rid of the jawline. It's the Adam's, Adam's apple. apple. That, you know, yeah. See, that's a very pronounced one you got there, Bessiani. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying, you look at that and you're like, okay, so now if I don't, you know, ask that girl See? out or buy her a drink, then. It's which, just you're a transphobe Russian propagandist. <laughs> I'm paid by the Kremlin to be one. Yes. It's never enough. That's right. I'm basically a Ugandan, too. We don't believe in same sex anything. All right. <laughs> Hey, guys, uh, you always hear about these brands like this that are selling out their customers and going woke. Well, Americans are sick of it, just like Mike said, and they're tired of having the leftist propaganda jammed into every product they consume. The woke mobile companies are no different. Uh, For years, they've been dumping millions of dollars into liberal causes, and you've just had to take it because you need a cell phone. And you didn't think there was an alternative, but there is. Uh, And you can make the switch today. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the same coverage that you've been accustomed to in your area, minus the leftist propaganda. So when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, your military veterans, first responder heroes. <coughs> and they got a 100% U.S.-based uh, uh, customer service team that is going to make switching easy. So you keep your phone, keep your number as well. Go to PatriotMobile.com or call them, 878-PATRIOT. That's uh, PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. Let's be proper. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. Free free activation today when you use offer code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. And you get their uh, coverage guarantee while you're there. Same dependable service. Take a stand for your values. Make the switch. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. Be right back. All right. Uh, talking about that whole stuff, though, Neo. I don't know if people know who Neo is. I remember hearing about him years ago. I never listened to that. Yeah, I'm rap not a music anyway. But person. Yeah. Um, I hear the names. I recognize the names. I li- I used to live next to a bunch of people. Like when I was in Atlanta after I'd gone through a divorce, I, I lived at the Atlanta Country Club, and I was like right next to Usher and Oh, nice. Yeah. T Pain and Lil Jon, and you got invited to the barbecues. They didn't invite me at all. Uh, I ran into T-Pain one time at the liquor store, and he was buying like $5,000 in liquor and loading it up in the convertible out there. And I was like, T, what you doing? He goes, I got a party. I said, can I come? He goes, no, bro. (laughs) And that's how it made me feel. Uh That's how it made me feel. But I knew them. I knew their names and stuff. And I used to see Bobby and Whitney at the country club, and uh, Whitney wasn't doing so good. uh, Neither was her dog. Whole other story. um, Taking up memories here. Yeah. But, you know, Neo came out. He was, guess he was doing a podcast or whatever. And uh, he I, was, was he I doing this? A, he did afterwards. No, no, I know that. But originally oh, yeah, yeah. he was doing a podcast and he said, parents, it's time for parents to step up and be parents. Right. Because if a kid, if my kid comes to me, my little boy says, I want to be a girl. We're not doing that. And then. You take him to see the Barbie movie and then. Right. Like, Whoa. Yeah, job done. Job <laughs> yeah. well done right here. Yeah. It's so. Then there was this big apology statement. I want to, I want to issue a deep apology for the people I might have offended. And I was like, "Well, there he goes doing there a it thing." Is. Yep. Turns out, turns out, it wasn't him that apologized. Play clip number seven. What's going on, loved ones? This is Neo. All right, listen. 
I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think about what I do, what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. <laughs> However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. <laughs> First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, Prolific. if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community <laughs> whatsoever. I ain't got no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. However, Somebody asked my opinion on this matter, and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere <laughs> or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period, point blank, and that's how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, all right? And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler. All right? I'll figure it out. All I right. got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. <laughs> live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because as I said, they're not important. They're not special. Everybody got one, and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine. All right? Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's Neo. Peace and love. Yeah, maybe the world don't need Neo no more. Well, there you go. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I like it. I mean, Neo's yeah. not a person I would hold up as a paragon of masculinity and integrity uh, throughout his past, but I wouldn't hold myself up as one either. So there you go. <laughs> um, anyway, it's the way it goes. way it goes. Um, all right, let's take a break, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit more. And I want you to hang. I want yeah. you to hang, because oh, yeah. I want us to do Thursday's episode together yeah. and just keep talking about it. Oh, my gosh. I'm tired of the uh, systematic erosion of traditional masculinity in our society, and I want us to put a stop to the dangerous trend. And I'll tell you how you could take back your rightful place as a proud, strong American man. And it is through a great supplement that I take every day, the Black Forest Testo Stack. Black Forest Testo Stack, all-powerful, all-American testosterone supplement pack. It harnesses the the might of Turkesterone, Sistanch, and Tonkat Ali. Learn those words. Yeah, that's those a, are fun. That's a lot to go on right there. <laughs> it's been around for generations, been around for millennia. And let me tell you, they're all natural. They're herbs that will absolutely, even Genghis Khan used to rely on Sistanch to maintain his virility. Neo probably took some. That's why he got seven kids. But take the Black Forest Testo stack. I can personally vouch for it. It's effective. I've experienced some significant improvements in energy levels and well-being. This present cough notwithstanding. But it will bring back traditional masculinity and will lead to overall just, just, just ooze the toxicity that you need to ooze. All right. Hey, try it. Get a 10% discount. Uh, when you use promo code CHAD, C-H-A-D, I spell it Chad at blackforestsupplements.com slash Chad. Blackforestsupplements.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Get 10% off. We'll be right back. All right. 
right, Mike and Bassiani, where yes, can people sir. find you? You can find the political podcast, The Freedom Chronicles, on Rumble or YouTube, Spotify, all that. Still on YouTube for now. And uh, the band, Mike and Bassiani, and his blues rockers is mikeandbassiani.com. I'm sure you'll write it in the description <laughs> so yeah, people we'll put can it spell there. it. And uh, simplyclapton.com is the uh, Eric Clapton tribute show. Simplyclapton.com. Yeah. Appreciate and it, brother. It's phenomenal. Let me tell you something. Anywhere this guy's playing, uh, you got to go. You got to check it out. And he's playing a lot. So check him out. Safe Appreciate travels, it, brother. brother. And Thank hang you. tight. I want yeah. You're going to be back with us on Thursday, which we're just going to continue this conversation and keep coughing into the microphone. Exactly. Uh, where am I? I'm at. I'm in Waco. Some tickets left in Waco, actually. Uh, Friday night there at the Hippodrome. It's going to be a different kind of show. You don't want to miss it. Lots of comedy. Jesse Payton, Dustin Sims with me. And then I'm in Georgetown, Texas on uh, on Saturday. Then I'm heading out to California next week. So don't miss it. Watchchad.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. God bless you. Bye.